TheOAMNetwork.com. Power to the podcast. Another episode of Sports Queued Up here on the OEM Network. Power to the podcast. I am Quentin Bailey, the King Strong Style Radio. Joined by the chef, CJ. I'm the chef of Strong Style Radio. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the hell that means. I like it. I don't either, man. I like it. All right, here we another episode. I don't know what episode this is, but it's season two. Last year, I was an award-winning podcast. I'm going to keep rolling with that since I, my radio show didn't win this year. I think all you have to do is win one award, and you could just... You're that, award-winning. Yeah, 100 well, years the, later. The thing is, is that uh, the Flyer doesn't do the best podcast anymore, so I think that might have been the only year. So you're forever an award-winning podcast now. Hell yeah. You're forever the reigning. Nobody is ever going to yeah. come and take that away because I don't know if they're ever going to bring that, that uh, topic back. So I retire champion. Boom. Yeah. Cool, man. I like it. All right, here we are today. We're going to recap sort of the first quarter of the season in the NFL, even though we're five weeks in. That pretty much sums up a quarter, right? Nah, math, math. <laughs> but uh, we'll go over that, touch on that. Anything else? Uh, like Joel Embiid got his big contract from Philadelphia. He did. Yeah, five years, too much money, whatever it was. Uh, he's a good player, though. Really good. Philadelphia's building something there. Uh going to be a lot of more disappointed fans because we're going to get close and no cigar. <laughs> if they could, man, have you seen Markel Fultz's new uh, uh, three-point shot that he's been trying to perfect? Uh-uh. Oh, man, if you can get a chance to check that out. It is the most garbage-looking thing I've ever seen. <laughs> he does this really strange thing where he spins the ball right before he catches it, so he catches it really awkwardly and on the side of his hand, and then he shoots. Apparently, he went two for five on his first night trying it out. So nice. 40%. Way to go. Philadelphia basketball. Always, you know, when you get to the NBA, that's the time when you start trying out different shots. That's when you, you know should I mean? really tar- start <laughs> testing out your, your three, your mid-range, yeah. whatever. Just take away. It's like when uh, Tiger Woods would, like, mess around with his stroke and stuff like that. It's like, dude, if it's been working this long, then, you know, it works for you. Yeah, I'm yeah. in the NBA. It's time for the cyclone. <laughs> <laughs> well, you want to keep improving your game. You want to step up. You know, but not and, like and a, the have, whole new form that like have, no one's ever done. Like, but it's could, crazy. Could he shoot in college, like from NBA range? I think he's more of a take it to the hoop yeah, kind of guy. Exactly. This so, is this is a free point shot though. Yeah. This is this is a line shot. This is this is a gimme, and he's like messing around with. And he went two for five on it, and he's messing around with his. Uh, it's just man, you want Philadelphia to be good because you. I do like Joel Embiid. He's a, he's a good player, and you know you, you think Markel Fultz would be really good too. So I don't know. It's one I of hope he just doesn't get injured again. Like I don't I'm a big man, you know. Yeah. Once they start getting hurt, it seems like they have a tough time staying healthy. Yeah, it does. Long season, especially foot or back or knees. Yeah, yeah. true. Because they're all connected somehow. R.I.P. Yao Ming. <laughs> His career, <laughs> not his body and soul. But anyways, so um, college football has been pretty entertaining so far. Ohio State and Michigan have both lost already. That's pretty cool. Uh, Clemson still looks like the best team in the country to me. Um, Georgia's moved on up. Tennessee looks like trash. They're starting a new quarterback. But, you know, they were talking today about uh, Riley Ferguson's dad. You know, Riley Ferguson was initially at Tennessee. Right. And they were talking about, Tennessee's trash for not giving my boy a chance. Look at you now. This, that, and the other. And Riley Ferguson, who has been very impressive as a Tiger, would not have beat out Josh Dobbs in Tennessee. Probably not. And you look at two things here, and I, I, I commented on some post. I don't remember what it was. But I said if um, Riley Ferguson won, Memphis plays much weaker competition than the SEC, and he has much better coaching. So if you combo that, he looks a lot better than he would look because he would be able to beat uh, Dor- Dormandy, right? He'd be able to beat him out. He would be, be able to beat the quarterback at Tennessee right now, but he wouldn't be throwing seven touchdowns a game. You know what I mean? So what he's doing now in Memphis wouldn't be done. I'm not saying he, he wouldn't be good. I think he's an NFL quarterback. I think he's better than Paxton Lynch, right? Uh, but he wouldn't be doing this at Tennessee is all I'm saying. Better coaching where he's at and a weaker schedule equals better statistics, better numbers, looking better on camera. Yeah. He's definitely not in the SEC right now, so <laughs> I'm pretty sure the road's yeah. a little less rocky, <laughs> yeah. if you will. For sure. Uh, but I just thought I'd 
touch on that a little bit. But uh, so this is like an old school podcast because in the first season it was pretty much just me and you, and every once in a while a guest would come on. Right. And then I got my radio show, and I did it a little differently where I set up my podcast to be more like a panel. Mm-hmm. That's why I would host and do a diverse, you know, conversations or whatever. It's cool, man. I'll play the role of myself, Little Big Greg, <laughs> Darnell Fisher. <laughs> Be everybody. Uh, yeah. Uh, so we'll go ahead. We'll just hop on the NFL, man. Get this thing bad boy rolling first quarter of the season. Cool. I've had enough of all this college talk, man. Well, I, I, I almost fell asleep. I just had to throw it in. If and I didn't have six cups of coffee, I'd probably be asleep right now. <laughs> well, I got my sweet tea going here. Two. So we... But anyways, so uh, first quarter of the season, we're off and rolling. Like this Thursday night, Philadelphia plays Carolina, two four and one teams. Mm-hmm. Very good matchup for a Thursday night game. The Thursday night games all year have been really good. Who's on the road? Philly. Hmm. And probably, it's not a far trip though. But probably short play, week, not a far trip. They're probably going to play without Lane Johnson at right tackle. Hmm. They were one and nine last year without. Yeah, him. that was real crucial last year. Um, but you know, when I'm not trying to preview that game, it's just. Big game between two four and one teams already this early. Huge game. It's, it's pretty good for Thursday, but I, mm-hmm. I, I brought that up to segue into the Thursday night games have been really good. They have. Uh, going to the year, I, I did not like Thursday night games. They were always normally pretty sloppy. I like it just to have football on in the middle of the week. Even if it's a bad game, I'd rather have it on than watch freaking reruns I'd rather have quality. Yeah. And I'd rather watch Friends than watch a, <laughs> a bad football game. Like, like Thursday night games have, uh, traditionally have been for the most part. Like, it'd be really sloppy, dominated by the home team. Because mm-hmm. two football games aren't meant to be played in four or five days, right? Nope. And, but they've been really good this year. Every game's been good. Mm-hmm. And this, I don't think this week will be any different. I hope not. But, uh, you know. I'm hoping I can get home soon enough to catch the majority of it. Yeah. Yeah. Chances are pretty good. Uh, but... So Thursday night game's been pretty good through the first quarter season, so you touch on that. Uh, before we did our preview show a couple shows ago, um, you had the Rams winning. You and I even had a personal conversation about you thought there's no way the Rams don't win this division. Mm-hmm. And we went into this past week where they played Seattle. Rams have been very impressive. Right. Um, and it's as a team, what I love about the Rams the most is their energy they play with. Mm-hmm. Like that young and they're vibrant and everybody's with each other and just the, the culture change. Right. You know, all that. And you just feel it, you know, mm-hmm. watching them play. And then – the old dog, Seattle, came into town, and I said on my show last week, I thought Seattle would win this game and show, hey, we're still our division right now. Right. Um, get that defense together a little bit. Um, but the Rams still played it to the end. They dropped a touchdown with 13 seconds they left. They had it, yeah. Cooper Cup mm-hmm. uh, dropped that touchdown. But the Rams have been very impressive, better than I thought they would be. I like them a lot going they were, forward. They were 3-1 and one last year. Mm-hmm. And, of course, get off 3-1, and one, now they're 3-2. and two. Still no, no fault. Like, there's no reason to be ashamed of where you're at if you're the L.A. Rams. Definitely uh, have made strides to become a better football team. Is Jared Goff better than you thought he would be? I like Jared Goff coming out of the draft. He had a bad rookie year, but, I mean, I don't put a whole lot into somebody having a – like Mitch Trubisky might have a bad year this Mm -hmm. year. I'm not going to write him off. Right, right. You know what I mean? But do you think last year's Jared Goff thing was more of a a victim of circumstance? With the Jeff Fisher thing and not a really good Uh, football team? Zero weapons. Yeah. Nobody throw the ball to And the offensive line was horrible. And the Rams went out and addressed that offensive line. And you see Gurley. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at Gurley. Uh, not just golf. Gurley was horrible last year. And he's one of the he top-tier guys he right now. He was the only guy. Yeah. I, I, I thought he was the most talented running back. Now I think he's the best running back in the league right now. Maybe. Because he can do everything. Run routes, catch the ball. He's mm-hmm. a weapon. I think Le'Veon can do those things. David Johnson. But David I mean, Johnson's there's several out. guys that David are in Johnson's that conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just saying, like, in the NFL, yeah. like, if he's healthy, he's among the best, if not the best, you know. Because uh, Gurley is very physically dominant. Like, yeah. I thought he was the best running back to come out since Adrian Peterson. Mm-hmm. Uh, that same type of phenomenal Fournette, athleticism. Look at Fournette coming out this yeah, year. Yeah, looking like a beast, man. Yeah, man. I like the way he was talking crap to the Seattle defenders, you know. Yeah. And still was running them over, you know. Beast. Seattle? No, nah, man, I said the wrong team. Pittsburgh? Yeah, Pittsburgh. Yeah. That's good. They Let's don't talk Pittsburgh. about Pittsburgh yet. No. We're talking about the Rams. Yeah. But uh, Todd Gurley's been impressive. The Rams have been impressive to me because mm-hmm. I thought Seattle wins the division. I still think Seattle wins the division. Did you see Wilson, like, uh, getting the crowd crunk <laughs> in L.A.? I didn't see that. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty cool. A lot cool. of Seattle fans there. That's pretty cool, man. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's, the Rams are still new to L.A. Mm-hmm. They, they were moved to St. Louis in, like, like, 96, 97, somewhere around there. Yeah, that sounds about right. So he spent almost 20 years in St. Louis. So mm-hmm. whoever was a Rams fan probably migrated 
north or south, depending on who was winning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? There were probably a Niner fan and a Seattle fan or whatever. Chiefs, maybe. Yeah. Another impressive team. Best team in the league. Yeah, definitely. Um, great coaching, great talent. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alex Smith, maybe been the best quarterback this year. I think them moving up to draft Mahomes – Kind of has him like lo- playing more loose. He doesn't seem so uptight. You know what I mean? Like uh-huh. maybe that just like y'all went out and got someone to be more of a downfield threat. And like you said, I feel like that's kind of lit him up a little bit. Yeah. You know, he looks different. He does. And, yeah. you know, Ty- he can still always revert back and play game manager guy, but he'll take those shots. Like, and it was like he's told, let it fly, man. Yeah. You know, let it fly. You got Kelsey, maybe the best tight end in the league right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tyreek Hill. One of the best. Yeah, Ertz is a beast. Yeah. Tyreek Hill, one of the best weapons in the league. And then Kareem Hunts came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And he's, like, got the third best start in NFL history for a running back. Yeah. Behind Dickerson and Adrian Peterson. It's a well-built team, man. It That's is. That's why it was okay for them to move up and try to get that quarterback. Yeah. You know, because they, they have, have all the pieces. You they know? didn't really have a need. Yeah. Could use a receiver, probably a bigger receiver, but they seem fine. Right. Uh, and they're so well coached. I can't harp enough on how <laughs> yeah. great their coaching is in Kansas City. But they're the best team in the league right now, right? I think so, yeah. In, in a league where there's no great teams, a lot of parity, mm-hmm. they're the best team. I think so. Because they've beaten the Patriots. You would have to say up to this point, yeah. You know, I mean, they're like, undefeated. Right. They beat but, the Eagles and the Patriots. Yeah. Two of the two best of the teams in the league. Teams, yeah. yeah. So, and um, Deshaun Watson's been beat impressive. Beat the Redskins, too. Redskins are a solid team, yeah, I think. Redskins, yeah, Redskins, Texans. they got are a good, good resume so far. Yeah, yeah. They, they're not playing jabronis. Right. The only bad team they played was the Chargers. Yeah. You know, and Chargers still play you to the wire. Mm-hmm. Good. Kansas City's the best team in the league right now. And that's, yeah. That's pretty interesting, considering that going in, I thought the Raiders would be the best team in the West. Probably so, and yeah. They've had, I felt like Denver would fall off more than they had so far. And uh, I thought they'd be down there with the Chargers, and then it'd just be Chiefs. And I still feel like the Broncos still may resort back to how they were. Remember last year, the Broncos were seven and two, right? right? Got off to that type of start, and then they finished eight and eight, whatever it was, nine and seven, mm-hmm. whatever. They didn't play well the second half of the season. Nope. And I still think they can resort back to that once they start playing tougher competition because they played three home games already, out mm-hmm. of four games. So they played three of them at home, and their one loss came on the road, and they were off this past week. Uh, their one loss came to at Buffalo, and. Uh, so, once you start playing on the road, we'll kind of see a little bit more Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, see what you're really talking about. Right. But, you know, they still have that elite defense. We still don't trust the, the quarterback. We still don't trust the running game. We've got a rookie coach. I still think they kind of resort back to being around 500 when it's all said and done. Right. For the Denver Broncos. I feel like Oakland's not all the way done either. I could see that team getting hot. Just get Carr back, you know, get rolling. There was a lot of adversity, though. We'll go back to week three. Mm-hmm. Uh, when they were at Washington on that Sunday night game. Okay. And it was the week where everyone protested. You know, everyone took a knee or didn't come out of the locker room, whatever they had going on. Right. We had a show right after that. Yeah. yeah. And But the article that came out after we did the show was um, that because the Raiders are the only team in the NFL with an all-black offensive line, right? Right. And they were kind of offended that Derek Carr did not sit with them or protest with them or whatever. He stood. Mm-hmm. And, and it started coming out to where – because uh, whoever the reporter was stayed anonymous and said he was told that if he linked this information, that he would never get inside info again into the team. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess he thought it was too big of a story, not the leak. So it's out there. Um, they're like, you know, and, and you go back and you watch that game against Washington like I did. And that was a really good offensive line Oakland has. And there was a lot of pressure that was applied by Washington. Mm-hmm. Uh, Raiders had like 100 total yards. Um, there were three bad snaps from center out of shotgun, which is just rare right. that it occurs. Mistakes happen. Mm-hmm. But you start looking at things, and you're like, I'm definitely not a man of coincidence, right? Right. Especially if there's a story about it already. Mm-hmm. It'd be one thing if you were just drawing out of thin air, you know? Yeah. But and then, it kind of supports what, what you heard already. And then, then the next week, they were at Denver, uh, the game where Carr got hurt. Mm-hmm. And it was still rocky. The protection was messed up. Now, it's Vaughn Miller. It's the best defense in the league, arguably, with Denver. But you got E.J. Manuel gets in and they don't touch him. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. E.J. Manuel being a black quarterback, maybe there was something to that report. I've heard there's similar things going on in Pittsburgh with Ben Roethlisberger being kind of anti-protest. Yeah. And Antonio Brown and all the other guys kind of being at him about that. So, Well, I know this about Pittsburgh because uh, I didn't think they were going to be that good anyway. Okay, yeah. I thought they would win the division – Mm-hmm. By default, more so than anything else. But I didn't. I, I wouldn't buy in Pittsburgh, and I, I was very animated about that. 
But I've been saying, I was like, there's something more after the Antonio Brown temper tantrum two weeks ago. Right. Where he threw the thing because he was missed when he was open. Mm-hmm. Like, there's more to it than that. There's something going on inside. And then after Sunday, when they got dominated by Jacksonville, his defense, um, and Ben comes out, I guess I just don't have it anymore. You know, I, I was saying that I was talking to Money. And I was like, it kind of reminded me of uh, Any Given Sunday. You've seen Any Given Sunday, right? Oh, yeah. And with uh, Al Pacino, and he's talking to Dennis Quaid. He's like, Cap, just give me one more, you know? Yeah. I kind of feel like that was kind of like a Tomlin Roethlisberger thing. Because Roethlisberger, he was, looked like he was ready to retire last year. Well, who's the Willie Beeman in this situation? There's no Willie Beeman. That's why he came back. <laughs> you know, I do like Josh Dobbs. Right. I think he can play. I don't know. I don't, I don't think, think he's, he's a pro yet. I don't, I don't think he's ready. Yeah, yeah. I don't think they're ready to compete for a championship right. without Ben Roethlisberger. That's why he's like, man, I need you. Come play. But anytime that doubt starts lingering in your head, man, you're kind of – when you got one foot out the door, you're pretty much out the door. Right. Right. Now, Ben Roethlisberger came back uh, yesterday or whatever, made the comment, hey, man, I know I'm still one of the best quarterbacks to ever play. Yeah, I heard other. all that today. Yeah. You know, I'm not buying it. Yeah. And I think there's something more internal. Now, there's something to the protesting in Pittsburgh because they didn't come out the locker room. The only who came out was the Villanueva, named correctly. Yeah. Dude that served three tours over in Kuwait. Mm-hmm. And um, he was the only guy that came out. But if there's something to it. Like, it just seems like there's something going on in Pittsburgh. It's more so than just Ben Roethlisberger struggling. Yeah. Right. And I, I would imagine there's more than just those two instances where there's been some division between – members on the team there's a lot of people on the team you yeah. know and not everyone's ideals are gonna match up you know so i highly doubt that that's the only two scenarios in yeah. which yeah but i just think there's something deeper going on in so Pittsburgh. do you think that has something to do with goodell wanting everyone to come out and stand for the allegiance so like that's like he sent a, a letter to all the owners yeah yeah do you think that has I, something to do with that or uh, with Pittsburgh directly, no. No, no, no. Not Pittsburgh. Just league-wide. Like, yeah, absolutely. All, yeah. It's hurting the ratings. Yeah. It's hurting the ratings. Now, the Mike Pence thing the other day where he came into the San Francisco and Colts game. That was staged. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. He knew they, they were, were making taking a statement. You know? And he walked out. Like, there's no doubt in my mind. Right. I, I said that initially. I thought that. Well, actually, I was talking to Money again. He came out and watched pay-per-view. We were talking about it. And um, so I wasn't buying all that. Uh, but it was still... Because I think what's going to happen is, because Fox already said, you know, Fox is ran by, you know, the Republicans or whatever. And uh, Fox said they're not going to air the national anthem because of the protest. Mm. And they haven't. Like, when I was watching my game the other day, I'm waiting on my game to come. I'm like, man, it's starting late. Right. And I thought they're not airing the national Mm -hmm. anthem. Right. So when they come on, it's already ready to play, which I don't mind. Like, I don't got to watch the national anthem. I don't usually. You know what I mean? I usually don't pay any attention to it. When the national anthem comes on, I'm sitting on my ass anyway. You know what I mean? I don't stand up for it when it comes on my TV. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but yeah, that whole thing was staged yeah, with, with the vice president. Yeah, and I feel like Trump is kind of going at the NFL a little bit. I think it's all a distraction. I read an article today about how uh, Trump was saying the NFL has too many tax breaks and all this stuff. So I mean, they I do. think there's a lot. You know, to Goodell this. makes over forty million dollars, and he don't have to pay taxes. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think there could be something to that as well. Right, he's tax exempt, and a lot of the NFL because they're nonprofit officially. Yeah, I know as crazy as that is, the NFL is listed as nonprofit. Right, um, hilarious. But back to on the field, mm-hmm. Pittsburgh has struggled. Cincinnati's now won two in a row. I think Cincinnati was like the best team in this division. Yeah. I thought they would be the number two. Baltimore's three and two. I'm not buying Baltimore. I don't like Baltimore. Um, Cincinnati's played really well. I don't write Baltimore all the way off just because they've looked like this in the past and made something happen. You know. Yeah. But I would say Cincinnati firing their offensive coordinator seems like to have kind of done the trick, you know? Yeah. They got They're the playing a lot better since then. They got the number two defense in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Okay. And even though they haven't played any of the elite offenses or anything, you know, uh, number two is number two. Like, right. you, who cares who you played, man? You know, that's what you've done. Let me see what's going on here. I got some comments. Uh Nope. Yeah, you're listening to us, huh? I guess I, like I can't it, check it out without being inter- interfered with. But uh, what do you want to know? Who's talking on? My, who's talking on the on the post, man? Eh, it's just a bunch of yada yada yada. Yeah. Uh, but Pittsburgh has struggled. I think Cincinnati's gonna. I think Cincinnati can creep up, take this division. Uh, it was uh, asked this by my producer Josh on my radio show. He said, "How odd would it be for Marvin Lewis's last year to come up and say, all right, man, we won the division.'" 
you know? Right. You know, because if I'm Cincinnati, I still go after Sean Payton, you know? I've you been. think Sean Payton's gone? Yes. Hmm. Yeah, you see they traded Adrian Peterson today. Yeah. Went to Arizona. It wasn't, they needed to do that. Yeah, if they're not going to play him, maybe I'm just going to get something for him. I just didn't think he was a good fit. I didn't either. Yeah. I didn't either. And if you have no intention of playing him, like, I don't know. I don't understand both sides agreeing to. I still thought the whole thing was Adrian Peterson wanted to go to New Orleans so he could play Minnesota in week one. Mm. You know, I thought that was what kind of lit his eyes up more than anything else. I don't think he got a lot of interest. No, they actually, they released a video recently where I guess like Drew Brees and Adrian Peterson coach, uh, both of their kids play flag football together. Hmm. So there's coach Drew and coach uh, Adrian. So it looked like for a second, and this was like a couple of days ago, I was like, you know what, maybe Adrian Peterson and Drew Brees have a good relationship together. But yeah. then, you know, today you see he's gone to the Cardinals. Yeah. Right. I think he's a good pickup for Arizona because Arizona just looked a shell of an NFL team when Darryl I watched them Sunday versus Philadelphia. Especially, I think, uh, like, they can pass a little bit, but running-wise, their O-line is not. I mean, you lose your best player. That hurts. The O-line isn't good at all in Arizona. Well, they've lost their two top uh, run-blocking offensive linemen in Ayapati and uh, – the other guy, I, lo- I lost it just yeah, now. It doesn't matter. It. But yeah. um, like when I'm watching that game versus Philadelphia. You don't think it matters? You lose your top two? No, I think it matters. I don't yeah. think it matters who his name is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was like, oh, okay. Right I was we, like, oh, okay. We don't got to research that right now. Nothing's not, been, not a big deal. They lost two top offensive linemen. But uh, what I'm saying is when I was watching them versus Philadelphia, because a lot of people expect them to compete. Arizona's one of the oldest teams in the league. Losing David Johnson really hurts. Uh, the defense is still good. I like that front seven. The the back four did not look good. They were out of place all day. and uh, But it was like when I was watching them, like it'd be third and 14, they just throw a swing pass. Yeah, Like they came in and knew they were going to lose that football game. you know. And Philadelphia got on them. Mm-hmm. They got on them early, and it was fun to watch for me. But um, from an Arizona standpoint, he's like a shell of a team. Man. Like they, Let's just get out of this thing with our quarterback alive. Which he's not going to last much longer. He's not, but, it, you know, uh, Arizona's not a very good football team right now. Mm-mm. But it hurts when you lose your best player. Yeah. You know? That sucks, man. You know? Uh, let's see. Who else? Deshaun Watson's played really well as a rookie. Yeah, yeah. A lot of the young quarterbacks. Uh, I, rookies in general on offense. Running backs. I mean, maybe not so much receiver-wise, but, yeah, quarterbacks and running backs. They've, they've looked really good this year. Yeah. Surprisingly so. Who's the other starting rookie quarterback? Uh, Trubisky's one. Kaiser's one. Kaiser's lost his job probably, though. Yeah. yeah. Man, that, but I another. like Trubisky going forward. I think he's got tools, man. I don't think he'll put up a lot of numbers or no, anything this year. But, like, I think going forward, like, past this year, I think he'll take strides and do do well in Chicago. We'll see. He didn't look too bad last night. That interception looked bad. But, you know, it's first start, man. Right. But Deshaun Watson's played Playing really well. Playing a good defense, too. Deshaun, Minnesota's a good-ass yeah, defense. Yeah, they are so. a good defense. Yeah. Uh, Deshaun Watson's gotten better each week. Right. And as much as Kansas City like, kind of dominated them, they put up 34 points. Right. You know? And Houston loses J.J. Watt. That's huge. And uh, what's his face? The other guy. Uh, uh, merciless. Merciless. Yeah. For the season. You know? It sucks for J.J. Watt. Mm-hmm. Probably the – I mean, what he did after the hurricane for that city is just, like you know – Gigantic. Yeah. Man. Yeah. He's his legacy is set as far as Houston goes, and he would get my vote for Hall of Famer because the impact he had on the field, hmm. even in the short term. Like right. I'm, I'm not. Just, let me ask you this: I know it's off top, whatever, but who cares? I'm strict on the Hall of Fame. Super. I am super strict. Right. Notoriously, and you're trying to get people out of the Hall of Fame. <laughs> I, do, I, do. <laughs> I do try to talk them out of the Hall of Fame, but I say, okay, I don't think you should get in because of longevity and numbers. Okay. Yeah. And three guys that come to mind, Phillip Rivers, Frank Gore, Jason Witten. Right. Good players that had great careers. Right. But not great elite players in my mind. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Terrell Davis, who had a short career, he just got in. And mm-hmm. I thought the impact he had was far greater than any of the three gentlemen that I just named. Right. Right? Like, Jason Witten has a lot of receptions. But the defense gives you Jason Witten. They're like, throw it to him. You know what I mean? Well, that's fine. Seven, eight yards. We'll tackle him. He's done. You know what I think I mean? if it was that easy, you'd see more people doing it, though. They do you know? do it. You mean Jason Witten's career numbers? No, 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 no. Yeah, no, I'm no, just no. saying, like, if it was that easy to do what he's done over the I'm not the saying long... it's easy. I'm not saying he's yeah, had a great yeah. career. I'm just saying he's not a Hall of Famer. Yeah. Like, Antonio Gates, Tony Gonzalez, Hall of Famers. Like, they were impactful. Defenses had to take them away. Right. right? Frank Gore, Hall of Fame talent, but played on bad teams for most of his career. Right. Accumulated a lot of yards. Mm-hmm. Uh, but longevity 
has produced them yards. Like Steven Jackson, the same type of thing, right? When he played for the Rams all the he's the Rams all-time leading rusher. Right. You know, and he puts up 11,000 yards. Not a Hall of Famer, in my opinion, because you didn't have the impact. I think right. Hall of Fame, you need the impact. I agree with all that. Uh, I think it's all circumstantial. You have to go case by case. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I won't just lump it in one way or the other. Because uh, some guys who did have long careers, I mean, especially if you're playing a running back position, mm-hmm. a position that's known for having a short lifespan, lifespan. if you can, you know, uh, go against that and have a long one, I'm, I think that matters a lot. You know? It should matter, but you, you still didn't have the impact. Like, you were good. You were never mm-hmm. great to me. Yeah. Like, you were never one of the best in the league. You know, and I think that should matter. Like, what you remember, if you look at wait till the careers are over, you look at the numbers, wow, he threw for this many yards. Wow, he mm-hmm. caught this many catches. But while you watch, did you ever feel like this is a great play? Like, when you watch Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers, this is greatness that we're mm-hmm. watching. Like, there's no doubt. Right? right? And I saw Skip Bayless answer this question one time. He said, when you talk about Hall of Fame, he said, if I ask you if you're a Hall of Famer, if you have to think about it, then the answer is no. Right. Right? And I feel like this. Now, I'm biased, whatever. But I'm like, if Donna McNabb's not a Hall of Famer, guess what? Philip Rivers is not a Hall of Famer. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I also said this, man. I said, you got uh, something to say about all this, man? Philip no, Rivers? No, I, I completely agree with you. I'm I not mean, just picking yeah. on Philip Rivers. No, but I think that if you put both of them like side by side as players, you know, you feel like you kind of get the same thing. Maybe with Donovan McNabb, you get more of a mobile uh mobile passer than Philip was and maybe with Philip you get uh, a better more accurate long ball and but yeah I mean it's, ba- it's apples for apples yeah yeah comparable yeah but I'm just saying if one's not in the other should be in right. like I think Tony Roma was better than Philip Rivers they're all on the same type of I would take McNabb because he won me a lot of football games they're very good players not great players yeah is Tony Roma why Jason Witten would be considered such a good player because he used them as such a protection blanket or a security blanket for so but long. I, I think that comes along with the defense giving you Jason Witten. Like, we're taking Des Bryant away. You're not going to beat us deep, mm-hmm. right? Dallas is notorious. Pretty, pretty, pretty good running game for the most part, whether it was Julius Jones and Felix Jones and all them. You know, whoever it was, they ran the ball pretty well. Um, what was our receivers before Des got there? T.O. Okay, duh. Roy Williams. I just, yeah, I brain farted for a second there. Roy uh, Williams, who fell apart. Austin Miles had a, a little bit of a stretch there. But then they always have, like, some small guys like your, uh, gosh, you know, like, I'm trying to think of, I mean, I guess Beasley would be considered one of those guys now. Oh, definitely. But, yeah, they've, they've definitely had some Sure-handed small, players. Yes. Mm-hmm. But, you, but you have such talent. If, so if you're looking at Dallas, and I'm not trying to pick on the Cowboys, but if you look at them, like, Jason Witten is this the prototypical Hall of Good guy I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. And he's great all around. He's good in run blocking. He's a great route runner. See, I think that's why he gets in because it's not just uh, catching 15 million yeah, touchdowns th- or whatever. I think he's know? getting in because people look at all these catches. The longevity. He's yeah. the all-time leading receiver for the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I've seen his greatest game where he had 18 catches for like 150 yards. That's right. six yards a pop or whatever right. it is. You know what I'm saying? Seven yards a pop. That's just not like if Antonio Gates catches 18 yards, 18 catches, you know, that's three touchdowns. That's 250 yards. More than you know likely, yeah. You, know, you see what I'm saying? I do. Uh, but the defense gives you guys like that. They're like, okay, take Witten. But I don't know, man. I just It just bothers me, man. I'm, I'm so – I just think the Hall of Fame should be the elite, the best of the best of the best. Right. You know, it should be surefire, not like he was pretty good for a long time. Doesn't right. matter. That doesn't get you in. Not first ballot. Now I ain't talking second, third ballot. I'm talking first ballot. Mm-hmm. You know, surefire Hall of Famers. You know, Tom Brady's a surefire Hall of Famer. I think Antonio Gates is a surefire Hall of Famer. I don't think Jason Witten or any of those other guys are – if they are Hall of Famers, they're not first ballot. They shouldn't be. Yeah. But they're popular, so we'll see. Um, but you also got to look at the era. Like, in this 2000s to where um, it was a lot of passes. Yeah. Like, it was 65% passing. So there's more dropbacks, there's more throws, there's more touchdown passes, catches, and there's more sacks because there's more dropbacks. So a guy like DeMarcus Ware, a guy like Marco Strahan who put up a lot of sacks – to me, I never felt like they were elite, great type of players. You definitely can't compare stats to era. You have to. Com- you have to put it in consideration. You have to compare stats to players of the same era. That's how you figure out who's the best of the best now. Like who is outperforming who's elite but, now. Like, but like you don't compare Joe Montana to Peyton Manning, or no. you know, like that just doesn't add up because the know? numbers won't match yeah. up. Or not. That's a bad example because Peyton Manning is an obvious Hall of Famer. But like Phil Rivers to. Joe Montana, he probably has better numbers. Yeah. You know? So, 
Yeah, or Jim Kelly, who didn't even throw for 30,000 yards. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Kerry Collins threw for 42,000 yards. But you compare those guys' numbers to the guys in their era. You know yeah. what I mean? The best of that era. You know, that's the, I think that's how you throw stats in. But you don't compare different eras. It's comparable wise. to who you played against yeah. and the era in which you played. That's what money always says. It should be the best of your era. And I just think you should feel like you're one of the greatest of all time. Man. Not just you were one of the best players of your era. Because if so, then Adrian Peterson is the only, what, Hall of Fame running back over the last 10 years. Because he's the only guy yeah. that's ran the ball True. consistently in a, in a two-back era. Anyways, let's bit back to the, the I court. feel like we've had this talk so many times in our personal life, not yeah. like on air or whatever. So I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you, man. I have it. And I have it on my radio show. I mean, I, I just, do, yeah. it's so important to me. Yeah. Like, I value Hall of Fame. Yeah. I think know? NFL Hall of Fame and might baseball. be one of the, and baseball, because basketball is kind of. Because basketball it doesn't matter that much. Basketball incorporates world play, college. Mm-hmm. You know what you did in middle school. All that shit comes in to combine. You know what I'm saying? No one makes a big deal about basketball hall of fame. No, no one cares. Yeah. Right? You know, you're like, oh, you were good for you had that. You scored 20 a game that one year. You're in. Right? You know what I'm saying? You won a national championship as the bench player. That's all good. You're a high school all American. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dewan Wagner, you're in. But anyways, uh, back to the NFL review. Deshaun Watson played really well as a rookie. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's great seeing young guys coming to the league. Obviously, I'm a big fan of Carson Wentz being on the field of the Eagles. Right. Um, Dak Prescott impresses me more and more each week. I feel like that guy's kind of getting slept on. When you're talking about the elite mm-hmm. quarterbacks right mm-hmm. now, he's definitely one of them. I you agree. Know? Yeah. Top five. I agree. Yeah. Playing this year. Would you take him over Wilson? Right now, yeah. I would too. But his team's better. But I mean, Offensively, like, he's got more weapons. Would you, if you're, if the, I have a, a, a clean plate, you're the Seahawks instead of the Cowboys. Who do you take? I'm cool with Russell Wilson. Yeah, but I, I would probably take Dak because he's younger. Yeah, but just looking at who's better, I would think I would still take I Russell like Wilson. Dak, man, I like Dak a lot too, man. He shows up, man. He does, and he, he can play. There's nothing he can't do. Right. He plays smart, and everything's good. Runs to the left, runs to the right, makes passes. You know, I made this statement that I thought Aaron Rodgers is a better quarterback than Peyton Manning on an all-time level. Already. Yeah, right now. Mm-hmm. I think he's. I think he can do things Peyton Manning could never do. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. I mean, oh, I've yeah, never yeah, seen yeah. someone Just ability who could, wise. Yeah. But, like I've never seen who can flatline uh, a pass as far as he can. I mean, he can zing it in there. Like no, he doesn't have to put air under it or anything. No. Like he can flatline a ball to somebody. But he can. There's no throw he can't make. I said yeah. this the other day. We were talking about Aaron Rodgers, and uh, I feel like if you did weird science mm-hmm. for a quarterback of the NFL, you remember the movie Weird Science? Yeah. Where they made the girl? It would be Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, be the yeah, he, he's out. the perfect quarterback. Like, Scott But it not all. just ability because he's mobile and everything. That's not why I, I just think. Brains, everything. What he can do on the field. Mm-hmm. Like, over the last 20 years, it was like Brady or Manning, Brady. I think Rodgers is a greater quarterback. And you know what they did? They just saw it. Like, he shows up at Dallas in the, in the huge stadium. He shows up every time he's there. Yeah, he, he, if you're he a comes Dallas in. fan, you have to hate Aaron Rodgers. Oh, oh yeah, one hundred percent. You that, respect that him. Dude, right. That dude comes to play in Dallas. He sure does. That was a pretty fun game to watch. <laughs> you want to talk about Dallas? What are they now? Two and three. Yeah, yeah. Played a tough schedule. Yeah, yeah. You know, he lose to some really good football teams. Mm-hmm. But they, you know, I thought Dallas would. Last year, they had a lot of balls bounce their way. Right. And I really thought that reality would be closer to this year. Mm-hmm. Now, everybody, I, I heard a conversation. I don't know if it was on ESPN or whatever. Uh, it was somewhere. But they were talking about Dak Prescott is not what he was last year. And I said, Dak Prescott's way better I agree. than he was last year. Yeah. And you're asking him to do more. And he's doing it. Yeah, he is. Yeah. You know, the coaching's worse. And the two losses that they had prior to Sunday, uh, Ezekiel Elliott touched the ball 27 times. Right? Mm. Nine times against Denver. Uh, 17 times against the Rams. I think the suspension thing's quite the distraction for that I team so also. Too. It's always a topic of discussion. Instead of him worrying about just playing football, he's always worried about this looming six-game suspension. I think that he can't find a shirt that covers his stomach <laughs> up. I th- he's he's thinking about it too much. All of his shirts are too short for he's like, him. my belly button's cold. Yeah, I think yeah. that's what's going on is his belly's cold and he can't find a shirt to fit. I wonder if they make a Snuggie for belly buttons. <laughs> Or just don't cut your damn shirt. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I need another, I need another seamstress. So where do you uh, see the Cowboys going forward? Second best team in the division. Same place I thought they would playoffs, be going to year. Playoffs, not playoffs. That's right. Big picture. <sighs> I still say they're a playoff team. I do too. 
Still say they're a playoff team. You think they edge out uh, Washington in the division? I think they're better than Washington. Yeah. But Washington's been really good this year. They're coming on, yeah. Um, Looking good. Detroit's good. Yeah. Uh, right now, I would still roll. It's a lot of good teams. You oh, know? Uh, my, my only preseason pick that I would go against would be Tampa Bay winning the South. Because mm. I'm going to tell you one thing. I watched this game Thursday night. And I had this argument with Money. Money's a big James Winston guy. I like James Winston. Has that it factor. He has not progressed until the franchise quarterback. He's a three-year starter. I don't care how old he is. I don't care how long you've been in the league. You've been starting three years. Yeah. And you're missing your big home run target constantly all season long, which is Deshaun Jackson, your new mm-hmm. shiny new weapon or whatever. And his uh, decision-making, I don't feel like it's on point either. I don't either. Yeah. And you're playing the worst defense in the league in the New England Patriots. Yeah. Right? Statistically, I'm not he, saying. He should have let them up, man. You, you, I know you missed four field goals. Right. But you should have been scoring touchdowns. Right. You know, you should have been scoring touchdowns. He's got weapons, man. He does. I mean, Mike Evans is a good, great receiver. Deshaun Very, Jackson yeah. obviously is a great receiver. Like, he's got weapons. And he got the muscle rodent back. You know what I'm saying? That's a well-built team. It like, is. it's good on defense. All, all three areas of the defense is, like, pretty good. Like, the offensive line's nice. You got a running back. You got weapons. It's Winston it's not him. progressing. It's him, yeah. It's Winston not progressing. I totally he agree. He still looks like a rookie. Yeah. He still looks like a rookie. He's missing open receivers in the flat. Like, of course, I, you look at the big Deshaun Jackson thing. That should be a, a that should be a forty yard play at least once a game every mm-hmm. game you know which would open up so much more yeah. for the other guys you still got OG Howard at tight end like like you said the team Cameron Bray really yeah he's yeah. been a stud I got him on a fantasy team I never played oh, yeah. I, I need to put I need to put him in there <laughs> like, but um if he can motivate himself like he does the Florida State locker room then I think <laughs> would be all right yeah he needs to quit yeah you're right he needs to quit motivating everyone else and not and himself. himself yeah. yeah i mean when he's like when you see videos of him like getting in there and like motivating the team you're like oh yeah this is gonna be great but i don't think it's it's going to him right i, I think this is a uh, good example of being selfish by being selfless mm. you know what i mean you're focused on everything else but yourself and you're the piece that's missing yeah you know so for, do you need a little bit more me if you're Jameis winston there was a hard knock team this year mm-hmm. which i love that show i watched all of it i do too but it seems to always take something out of a team yeah. on my preview show it, yeah right it seems to take something out of the team that is the team and i don't know if it's the distraction or what but, but yeah, yeah they have a pretty bad track record i mean it's like the madden cover or uh it's up there for yeah, sure for sure right but yeah cutter his big thing was just him decision making not taking so many chance you know bad chances because you have a good team around you. You don't really have to win it by yourself, you know. Or it's not make, be a game manager. Yeah. You know, just make plays when you yeah. need to. Because he's good enough to do that. But it's okay to punt the ball or yeah. throw the ball away. You yeah. know, like live to fight another he th- down. He throws the ball away on accident when he's got somebody open six yards <laughs> downfield. He throws it to the sidelines. That's my problem. He's not getting better, man. Oh, man. And, and that's the problem with Tampa Bay. So that would be the one pick in the NFC. Because I still think Green Bay wins the North. I still think Philly wins the East. I still think Dallas and Detroit are the wild card teams. Mm-hmm. I still think now the Rams are much better than I thought, but I still think Seattle wins the West. But I don't think that Tampa Bay is the best team in the South. I thought it was more. I thought this was most competitive, not the best division. Most competitive. I thought everybody would be around eight and eight, right? Right. But the Falcons are three and one. I still, I'm not buying them. Uh, but the Falcons are three and one. The Panthers are four and one. The Saints are two and two. You know what I mean? And the Bucks are sitting here at two and two as well without a bye week. Right. Saints have had a bye week, and the Falcons have had a bye week. Of course, the Buccaneers didn't play week one because of the hurricane. Mm-hmm. But, like, I'm just not – the lack of progression from Jameis Winston is really – it's one of the most shocking things to me, really. Of this whole, as good as Kansas City's been, the rookies have played. Jameis Winston's lack of progression to becoming a top ten type of quarterback, not into the top ten, but playing like one, mm-hmm. has really surprised me. Because I Man. really expected a whole lot more out of him. This was his year. It was. everything. The table was set for him to, to take that leap. So He still looks like a rookie. He should have had money here to argue with you because <laughs> I would have liked to have heard the argument. Well, he makes it. He's like, you missed four field goals. And you make it, well, the defense missed up this play. I'm like, dude, you score 16 points on the Patriots. You missed four field goals, and that's unacceptable by any standard. Right. They got a new kicker. Right. Right. But you, you have got to score touchdowns against the worst defense that doesn't even have a pass rush. Mm-hmm. You're at home. Like, you got to play better. Yeah, you're at home on a Thursday night. You know, like, everything that was pointing towards him having a huge day, and he didn't. Yeah. And it was disappointing, man. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was the team coming out of the South. Right. And 
I agree with you. I thought they would win the South as well. But it's a very competitive division, and it's not over for them. No. It's not over for them. But it's going to be hard because they don't have a bye week. Yeah. So they're going to wear down. And I think it might help them a little bit that uh, Martin had a suspension. So he started yeah. a little late, so they got fresh legs there, and that's something to kind of lean on a little bit. But uh, I don't think they're going to have enough to make it happen this year. I don't either. Yeah, and it's because of Jameis, though. It's because of Jameis. I Weston. agree with you. Uh, and, you know, Carolina. It's funny, like, I agree with you because we haven't talked about any of this stuff. Like, no. we usually talk about it coming up to the show, but yeah, I, I 100% think the same thing. Yeah. But that's, that's been one of the most shocking things the lack of progression by him. Because all the other guys have been in, that are under 25 mm-hmm. Wentz, uh, Goff, uh, Dak, Mariota, Carr. Uh, Carr? Carr, yeah, he's, yeah. he's already elite type of quarterback. Even Goff has showed improvement yes, he has. Uh, in his, his second year. Mm-hmm. Right. Much of, he showed the most improvement from one year from one, year one to year two because he was looking like a goof. Like yeah. He was, shouldn't have been in the league. Yeah, I didn't expect anything from him this year. I didn't either. Any team from Los Angeles. What's the coach's name, McDermott? Yeah. He seems to be having quite the impact. No, that's not McDermott. No, I'm sorry. McDermott's in Buffalo. It's not, it's, is it McIlvain? Dougie Buckets is it's the coach? McVay. McVay, yeah. yeah. Sean, Sean McVay, McVay. yeah. Sorry about that. That's all right. They, all the young white coaches look alike. But he's only 31. <laughs> yeah. He and uh, Shanahan, are, I think, are the two youngest. But he's younger than Shanahan. San Francisco's played tough this year. I pick them every week. I'm happy with the season because we play good games and we lose. <laughs> you know what I mean? So Still get your I hate those. Yeah. I, I just, but it's we need a franchise quarterback, man. Yeah. Julio you know? put up 350. It makes me sick, too, to keep seeing Watson show off because the whole last year was like, eh, just lose all year and get Watson, you know. Didn't happen. I tried to tell everybody. Man, they don't want to hear it, man. I know. I think it's racism. You know? The stereotype. I'm just being funny, man. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's like we're going to get Kirk Cousins. But seeing the progression of all these other young quarterbacks. Mm -hmm. And then, like, it's just Winston's got to step up, man, as far as he goes. Uh, The AFC side of things, I thought Pittsburgh wouldn't be as good as I thought they were. They're even worse than I thought. Yeah. Because there's so much, like we talked about earlier, something internally. Do you think they write the ship at all? Yes. I think they'll be in the hunt. Yeah, they'll be in the hunt for the division. Yeah. Not a contender for the championship. I think they'll be in the hunt for the playoffs, yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, even if they don't win the division, I think they'll be in the hunt. Denver, we already talked about being kind of a surprise. Kansas City's the best team in the league, so that's the AFC West. Chargers get their first victory against the winless Giants. But the, the, Odell Beckham. Yeah, that's a big, uh, we got to talk about this. Okay, so... He cries after he breaks his ankle. I know it hurts. Right. Okay, I, I've never broken my ankle. I broke my foot. I broke my shoulder. I broke my shoulder. I wrestled for 30 minutes with it broken. Right. I wrestled the next week with it broken. Like, I didn't cry. Right. Uh, Derek Carr and Marcus Mariota break their ankle on Christmas last year. They didn't cry. Yeah, Mar- or, uh, Derek Carr broke his leg, and then there's the video of it. I think he was mic'd up when it happened. Right when it happened, he just goes, it's broke. It's broke. I'm done. Right. I'm done. And, like, didn't cry. He was totally fine. Getting and, off filled. And I've seen people get emotional because you're like, I know my season's over. Right. But Odell Beckham did this when he sprained his ankle. You know what I'm saying? Right. He sprained his ankle in, in last game of preseason, whatever he played, because he was questionable for week one. I literally just saw a picture on Instagram. Uh, Drake came to visit him in the hospital. Really? <laughs> and he would, and Drake, Drake was holding up the 1-3 oh, wow. for 13 yeah. next wow. to uh, OBJ in the hospital. <laughs> but, you know, something I had never seen before. As far as the Giants go, any team. I've never seen the top four receivers for a team go down in one game. I know, right? One game. And then Eli got hurt, too. Did he? Yeah, he stayed I in there because he's tough. Right. He got kneed in the back of the head by one of his teammates or something, but he had x-rays on his neck. I'm sure he's going to play it out. But, uh, you know, Odo Beckham was coming to this year talking about he wants to be the highest paid player in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Nope. <laughs> Not going to happen. No, you're worse when he's on the field. Yeah, we talked about that, I think, on the first show of this yeah. se- that I was on this season. And – yeah, he's definitely not going to happen now. No, yeah. they need To Ocho right now. What do you mean? Terrell Owens and uh, Chad Ocho Cinco yeah. have ple- pled to the Giants <laughs> to sign them wow. now that they're down four receivers. Really? On yeah, on Twitter. They, I know To still works out. Yeah, they they yeah. both reached out to the Giants asking to try out for uh, for wide receiver. Wow, I think the Giants are just going to uh, pack it up. You know. Yeah, play for next year. Suck for luck. Suck for luck and uh, fire McAdoo and start it over. Yeah, McAdoo's not a head coach. He's not? No, I'm saying he's... Oh, no, he should not be a head coach. I got you, yeah. He looks overwhelmed. Yeah. During headlights. (laughs) 
and and you're on the biggest stage. I like it. Rob Riggle, who does the Fox pregame, yeah. they, they did a rib on uh, on McAdoo. Mm-hmm. And he's like, last year he went from like a porn star to a porn producer this year. <laughs> <laughs> slicked hair and everything. Yeah, that's funny. I thought that was pretty funny but because uh, they were roasting him. But, uh, yeah, but all four receivers go down. All ankle injuries, except for Dwayne Harris broke his foot. Yeah. Odell Beckham just cries like he's a diva, man. You know, and you cannot invest all your money, especially when your team has so many holes. You cannot invest some $25, $30 million into a rod receiver. Right. You know. but I think he's still going to get paid. Oh, he'll get paid because you've got to pay him. It won't be the most in the NFL, but he'll be super paid. He'll be the highest paid receiver. All right. So, Giants suck all year. Mm-hmm. Get a high draft pick. Quarterback? Yes. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, should. Probably won't. I think they will. They'll go defensive tackle. No, I think they're going the other, other way. They're going to let They eat. should. Yeah. I hope not. Because I don't want to compete with them. Yeah. But, you know, if you put all that money into Beckham and you don't draft a quarterback, make that change, uh, we don't have to worry about the Giants for five or six years. True. You probably won't have to worry about them for a while anyways. Yeah. Even with. Yeah. Um, they got a lot to sort out. But, That's a team. With a, I talk about O-line a lot, but, like, their O-line is The offensive line has been the biggest story of football. Yeah. The good O-line teams win. Battle line, teams lose. I live and die by this. I believe that that's like where the team starts at, you know. Yeah. On defense, too. Defensive line matters a lot, you know. In but trenches. Yeah, got to win up front, man. So the AFC West, Kansas City's best team. Oakland but, struggled. Yeah, Kansas City's best team in the NFL. Denver's 3-1, right. but they play three home games. Yeah, I th- yeah, I think you're right. Denver's going to regress. I-, I didn't think they would play well this year, but they have. That so defense, far. man. And yeah. Simeon's looked good. Well, they got really mad. Uh, who was it? They were a home underdog, mm-hmm. which they played really well at home. Denver has, and it fired them up to whip the crap out of that team. I can't remember Dallas who it was. week two. Dallas, yeah, yep, home underdog got them all fired up, man. That's They've funny. won every game since. No, they lost to Buffalo after that. Did they? Okay, yeah. but uh, speaking of Buffalo, AFC East, they were tied with the Jets and Patriots. They're all three and two. They lost to Buffalo on the game where Von Miller offered to pick the guy up and did yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, y'all told me about that. I've still never seen it, but uh, yeah, it's pretty Yeah, because he even came back and said that he it wasn't uh, – he, he apologized for it. Right. Which I'm sure someone told him that he should probably apologize for it. It wasn't malicious at all. No, no, no. I even don't think Tyler, it was. I was kind of like, eh, good one, you know? So it's funny. I, yeah, I mean, like you, you got to have fun out there, right? Yeah. What's the point? Yeah. 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 <laughs> but the AFC East is all – everybody's 500 and above. Dolphins who are – I promise you, you know, the offensive lineman coach been uh, gotten – got put Snorting, on blast right? for doing blow, you mm-hmm. know. But I thought it was funny. I'm like, that's the only way to stay awake watching this offense. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because right, I said the Miami Dolphins offense is the cure for insomnia. You know oh, that I mean? game against – that was horrible, man. All their games are horrible. So slow, man. So boring. Tim had his chance to jump ship, man. He refused to do it. I, re- I respect it. I pity it. But anyways, you go, uh, I respect it. But I, I respect it. You're a real <sighs> fan. Yeah. It's abysmal to watch. It's bad football on offense. Right. But that whole division is 500. Think Color's going to get benched for more? Yeah, eventually. You May got as to. well, yeah. But you're 3-2, and 3-2, two, 3-2 three and two, three and two Jets. Um, we have a victory over Jacksonville, which is their best win of the year. Yeah. Uh, Jets. Patriots, Bills. Bills have been impressive. That defense, Sean McCoy. Charles Clay went down. I think that's why they lost to Cincinnati. I hurt them a lot on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, Buffalo's been a good team. This is a good division, competitive. Right. Uh, the Patriots, everybody's waiting. You know, they have the best, one of the best offenses in the league. Uh, tough division. They're all competing. Right. Uh, do you think moving forward, do you think Patriots pretty much put a lock on this thing? I think so, man. Especially, uh, yeah, I don't see anyone competing with it. It's hard to go yeah. against them at this point. Uh, Nobody it, has enough firepower. Yeah. There's some tough defenses. And I think even Miami's defense is relatively – yeah. There's on the field it's all the time. Yeah, they're solid enough, but just not enough on offense to compete with the Patriots. So the AFC South, uh, Jacksonville's in first place. Mm-hmm. That defense, even with Blake Bortles. You know, it's funny, the meme with uh, – Ben Roethlisberger threw more touchdowns in Jacksonville than Blake Bortles did, <laughs> you know, on Sunday. Uh, but they have a really good defense. Yeah, they spent a game. lot of money, adding a lot of paces to it. Coughlin. Yeah. They brought in Coughlin. They, they want to run the ball and play defense. And now they're starting to win games. And they have the right running back to run the ball. Yeah, right. that was like a beast. Yeah, yeah. it does, man. 
Did you did you watch any of that game at all? I watched highlights. Yeah, I liked that game. I was kind of into it. And uh, Fournette was talking crap to the Steeler defenders all throughout the game. Good, and was just coming right back and just running them over, plowing them over. Man, it's crazy, man. Yeah, I mean, like, really? I mean, you could be seeing someone who could turn into the next Adrian Peterson. Right. That's I mean, what he, we're talking he's, about he's got there. that downhill style, you know what right. I mean? Like, he's going to run you over, and he's going he's gonna to be really quick about it, too. Right. Like, that dude's good. Monster, man. Monster. That's like, see, that's, you know, how Adrian Peterson was to the Minnesota Vikings throughout all the years of how terrible they were. I mean, that's what I could see Fournette being with the Jaguars. Because, I mean, they're not going, unless they really go out and and draft a, a high-caliber quarterback, they're probably just going to get game managers. Yeah, it's hard to get a high-level quarterback in free agency. Yeah. Hardly ever happens. So, yeah. yeah, you have to draft it more than likely. But, I mean, the Texans had that same sort of setup, and they got Watson, and now they're looking like yeah, they Yeah, but Watson corner, is so. turning out to be a pretty, you know, unbelievable character. Watson should not have fallen to 12. No. Like number twelve in the draft, right? He shouldn't have fallen that far, right? Like all the teams passed up on him. Teams that were in need of quarterback, San Francisco, right? Even Chicago, who took Trubisky. I think mm-hmm. Watson was the guy, man. It's hard to say right now, though, because Watson fell into a good spot, you know. Yeah. So, but I mean, I, mean I, I, I nobody's throwing five touchdowns and stuff like that. So, but I, I would have believed that there. going in. You know, I, nice. I harped on it the whole time. You know, right. I was like, if I got the first pick. And I need a quarterback, I'm taking Watson. If I got the second pick, I need a quarterback, I'm taking Watson. I said it all thousand times on the podcast last year, like just want to draft Watson with the 49ers. But I'm sure he wouldn't be the same player he is now if he came to the 49ers, you know. So I'm glad he ended up on the Texans. Yeah. It's hard to watch a team be that good and keep wasting all those. Missing that one piece. Yeah, because you need a quarterback. So I I think it's a perfect fit. It's good to see. I thought that this is honestly the way I envisioned Denver and Paxton Lynch working out. Maybe not to this level of Watson, but like everything around him seemed to be like the perfect fit. Yeah. So he's got a good rapport with Hopkins. Right. Uh, He came right in that first game. Right off the bat, just peppering into Hopkins. And I think Hopkins leads the league in targets right now. Yeah. yeah. I believe it. Uh, so, But even the new guy, Fuller, yeah, since he's he's played two games and he's lighting it up too. So that's a fun team to watch, man. Yeah, for sure. They're much better. They're missing one piece. So AFC South moving forward. Uh, I thought Houston would win this division. They were my Super Bowl pick. Right. Uh, I had Tennessee. Watt and Merciless really injuries really hurt their defense. Mm-hmm. Um, who wins this division? You think moving forward, man? Who's, who's the best team in this division? It's hard to take Jacksonville with Blake Bortles at quarterback. I know. I I'm, think I'm leaning Texans now because I would like to stay Tennessee because I like what Tennessee has going forward. But that defense is horrible. Tennessee's defense is really, really bad. They're one of the worst defenses in the league right now. Yeah. So I mean, I think maybe Texans. I think Tennessee might not even contend for it. Push come to shove. Do you think Jacksonville continues to play well? I do. Defense will run the ball, you know. And Blake Bortles just don't mess it up for us, you know. But that team's in, in need of uh, weapons in the passing game. Receivers and quarterback. It makes sense. Who's the MVP right now? MVP of the whole league. Mm. Alex Smith? Alex Smith. Alex Smith might be. Best player on the best team. Right. That's how I like to call the MVP. I mean, best you, you, you can take Rodgers and Brady. All, all that value is going to show. Right. You know. Um, and, like, I think also when something like this happens, there's a little bit of an abnormality. Voters tend to, like, lean that way a little bit. Yeah. So, like, th- this is new. You know what I mean? So, I think if if he's performing at that level, even if maybe they lose games and end up with a similar record than New England or whatever, I think he would get the edge over Brady or Rodgers or somebody. And you said earlier you think Oakland competes for the playoffs still. I think they do. Even I with Carr being out a month or so. I think Carr's going to – he might play this game here. Really? That's what they're saying, yeah. It's supposed to be two to six, six weeks, and he's already – they were he – he was, was, he was game time. He's questionable for this yeah. game, yeah. I saw that. I like it, man. He's tough. Yeah, and I, I think that inspires. Hopefully, they can get back on the same page. And I, I saw, put this, I saw this picture. It was like Derek. They had a picture of him laying down with his back. He's like, 
What do you aspire to be when you grow up, Tony Romo? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I don't want to write off them or the Steelers, man. Those are the two teams that like, haven't played well that I feel like could get it back back together. I think the Raiders, man, are kind of slow on defense, though. Maybe they don't have enough to stay in games, certain games. My boy Chuck Thomas, Buck Flair, says Patriots get six wins just by playing the division. So he thinks they go undefeated in the division. Who's that? Uh, Buck Flair. Uh, the Patriots? Yeah, thanks Buck yeah. Patriots. I think somebody will get them. Yeah, Maybe Buffalo. They'll probably lose one. Maybe Buffalo. Buffalo's the best team in the division. That's yeah. not the Patriots. Yeah. But he has a point. I mean, they'll rack up victories in that division. Because they have but, for years. <laughs> but because of what you said, the lack of firepower these other offenses have. Yeah. You know, uh, the Patriots' defense is not very good, but these offenses aren't good. No, they're not. Know? But the Bills are tough. I think the Bills' offense is the best after the Patriots, though, yeah. for sure. But it's still so, a, it's, it's a still a subpar, off. yeah. It's subpar. Sean McCoy is still a really good player. If they need Charles Clay, they they need everybody on the field. They need some weapons, man. Receivers, you know. They let them go to the Rams. Uh, I don't know, man. The Rams don't really seem to value Robert Woods. Woods has played well, but Watkins. No, nah. I don't see they really give him no chances, no, man. Look, he doesn't get targets. I think he's a home run hitter, man. He's one dimensional yeah. anyway. I don't feel like he is, man. I, 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 we, I feel like here's where I think it messed him up on the Rams because I think he's. Showed stuff when he's not injured in Buffalo, right? I think him being traded late in the game where he didn't have an off-season training camp mm-hmm. all, to learn everything, I think that's kind of messing him up. Because you, you'll you see him. I watch the Rams. I like the, I like the way their team's built, and I yeah. like that offensive stuff. But like, you'll see him asking the other players like what his assignment is a lot. You know what I mean? Maybe like, next time you watch him, watch that. We'll see. We've yeah. disagreed on him for a couple of years now. Yeah, I think I don't remember talking about to you, anyways. I do. Other than this this off season, I remember sitting in your driveway and I kept saying he's Deshaun Jackson. Deshaun Jackson. I think he's just one dimensional. I think that's kind of a compliment. No, no, no. I considering just, what he's done, I'm so just far. saying one dimensional. I'm not right. saying I'm not saying he's a bad player. Right. He's injury prone. He is injury and prone, and he's one. He's a one dimensional guy. You know, he can't be a number one receiver if you're one dimensional. Plain and simple. He's not going to remember all of the routes. He doesn't run them. He's going to remember the post. He's going to remember <laughs> run to the end zone. Yeah, the hell mary. A couple. He's going to remember a couple sprints and stuff like Sticks. that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyways. So, any surprises? That was just like, damn! I can't believe this. I'm surprised Kansas City has played as well as they have. Great coaching. Yeah, they have done a good job. Anything else that's caught your eye? I'm trying to think, man. There's a lot. You threw that one on me. Like I said, I'm like I said, I'm shocked by James Winston's lack of progression. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm shocked that the Patriots got off to the rocky start. Go ahead, Gil. Trevor Simeon. He's played very well. He has. And you know what? I, I really kinda thought last year, you know, he he's playing really well, but flash in the pan, you know, coming in and actually it being his team, he's played really well. I watched a couple of preseason games just because I wanted to see Lynch and how he was doing and stuff, but he clearly outplayed Lynch in both of the games. He I really watched. did. Lynch sucks. Yeah, yeah. Lynch is, Lynch's wind-up looks really weird right now. I think that he came to the NFL, his wind-up was a little slow, so they, they've been trying to, I don't know. You know, it's the same thing with uh, Tim Tebow. Tim right. Tebow's, uh, his his wind-up or his, I don't know what you want to call it, but the, his, his, uh, the way he throws – was very slow. Right. So they tried to speed it up. And I, th- I feel like they did that with Lynch, and maybe that's kind of hurting him. I can see that. Yeah. You know, I think that might be the case with a lot of quarterbacks, but he, he just doesn't look natural to me mm. at that size, too. Maybe the Broncos could draft Riley Ferguson. <laughs> I'm surprised the Giants are <laughs> I'm just completely under, undefeated prior to the ODB going down and you all that winless. stuff. Yeah, winless. Yeah, winless. I, I mess up, misspoke. Yeah, totally opposite. I've had a long day, man. <laughs> no, sorry. Um, but I thought that – I thought going in that – I didn't think they'd be 0-5 by any means. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I felt like they could be, like, kind of a competitive team, you know, and they're not – they're not even competitive. No, they're not. They're no. poorly coached. They poorly execute. And that first game against Dallas, I said, look, they didn't even practice offense. Yeah. You know, it was – and that's Whatever. funny, too, because like, they owned Dallas last year and yeah. couldn't beat them this year at all. Because that defense, man. Yeah. And now you're wasting another defense. Like we talked about Denver. Mm-hmm. Another good defense being wasted, man. There's a lot of money out there. Right. Uh, the Rams have surprised me. I agree. Uh, I thought they'd win the division, though, because I think Seattle's regressing. I still think they're the best team in the division. It may end up that way. But yeah. I, I, 
It'll come I down would, to the end. It's going to happen eventually. I think the Rams are going to overtake and start winning yeah, that division. It ain't so this year, though. It might be. We'll have to see. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. I'll bet you a McBiscuit. I don't eat bread. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, that's no fun. <laughs> uh, ben Roethlisberger has looked really bad. He has. Looked like he don't want to play. I know, and, and it's really shocking to see someone who's usually pretty. I mean, solid, that's a Hall of Fame player. Solid. Yeah, he's he's multiple rings. He comes in every year, pretty much, you know, and he you know controls his team. He has not done that this year. Mm-hmm. The Steelers are pretty much bulletproof year in year out. Oh yeah, they're but, usually at least what they are. You know what I mean? Like good offensive team, and maybe their defense might not be that good, but. I feel like their defense is kind of okay now, and their offense is horrible, man. I don't think they played anybody. Yeah. You know, you played Cleveland. You played Baltimore. You played Jacksonville. That's somebody. You haven't played – offensively is what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, for your defense coach. And mm-hmm. they struggled. Yeah. Right. He has struggled a lot. And right. that, that's really surprising to me. Minnesota without Bradford that first week. I know Keenum played well after that. Mm-hmm. But Minnesota with that first week without Bradford. Like, that's who, that's who Steve has played. Popped in my head. But right. I just think – I'm not buying the defense. I like T.J. Watt, and I, I love Shazier. Right. I like him getting Joe Hayden. Like, you got players. Like, it looks good on Madden. But I'm saying, I don't like him. I think Tom was an overrated coach. Yeah, you've said that for a while. Yeah, and I believe I'm it. a Tomlin guy. I believe it. I think Tomlin is, is the perfect guy for to be a coach. He's relatable to the players. Like I like Tomlin as a coach. He's a straight shooter. I think a lot of guys put him in that top four type of conversation. I would. I, I think he's closer to 10. Yeah. You know but saying? unless you're bad. winning consistently year in and year out, like Belichick is with the Patriots, you shouldn't stick around with a coach that long. Yeah. Tomlin's been there for a long yeah, time. Yeah, 12 years or right. so. Yeah. That's what the Steelers do. You know, they've had three coaches the entire Super Bowl era. That is insane. It is, that man. is insane. Right. And to always be competitive, like it speaks to the structure of that program. Yeah, I'm jealous because they're always like in the hunt at least, you know. Yeah. It, it must be nice. Yeah, I'm sure it is, man. The Steel Curtain, man. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Steel Curtain, somebody asked me the other day, how come uh, Chuck Noll don't get acknowledgement for being a great coach? Like, everybody talks about Steel Curtain and all mm-hmm. their Super Bowls, but nobody talks about him along with, like, Lombardi and stuff. I'm like, I mean, I never obviously saw them play because I was born in 1980. Right. You know? But uh, I was like, I just always thought, I do think that's kind of weird that a guy with that much success never gets mentioned ever. Like, you talk about Shula. Mm-hmm. People talk about Lombardi. You know, uh, Shula Bill coach, Walsh. Shula coached until yeah. much further than Noel, I think, though, right? Yeah. Yeah, so I think that might be, have a little bit to do with it. He just seems I, I just unrelatable to, to me. Personally, I, he's unrelatable. I don't know what, you uh, know what I mean. Tom Landry, same thing. Like, all these right. guys that did well in the 70s and, like, before mm-hmm. our time is right. what I'm speaking of. Like, he never gets mentioned with them. You're right. Yeah, it's weird. Don't care, though, because, you know, Steelers got six rings. I don't. Like I have no, like I don't feel bad for them by any type of lack of success. They're not going to have a lack of fans either. Steelers no. fans are everywhere. Right. Yeah. I mean, they're like roaches. Like any town you go to, you can find Steelers fans. Steeler fans are like roaches. They're really. I mean, like any town you go to, there are Steeler fans are going to be there. Right. You're tr- like you're they right. have such a weird following. Well, apparently, like in the seventies, most people were either Cowboys or Steeler fans because they were like alternating going Super Bowl. And they were the only team that came on TV every week. Right. Okay. So that I mean that's the same way that a lot of people love Notre Dame because they're on channel they were on channel three for ever. Right. I hate Notre Dame. Did I say that last week's or I mean last show when we were talking about who we know. hated? I'm sure. Well, I like to say it now I hate Notre Dame. I don't like them, even though they produce Joe Montana. They like they're better than everybody else. Like we don't need a conference, you know? Like, yeah, we don't, you, man. We don't need a conference. We, we got a Jesus. <laughs> Touchdown, Jesus is his name, sir. We got the movie Rudy. <laughs> We got a gold dome. <laughs> Rudy, Rudy. All right, man. Let's wrap this bad boy up. You got anything else you want to chime in on? No, no, no. All right, probably I'm, not. My next show, I'm going to try to do NBA preview, try to get some NBA guys in here to join us. Um, Gil, you got anything else? Uh, just subscribe to all the shows that we have on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, wherever you get your podcast. Uh uh, it's rate. nice on Stitcher, man. I've subscribed to a lot of your shows, and it's nice. It just kind of pops up. You don't really have to search for anything. Yeah, so. I, f- I think Stitcher actually has done a lot of stuff like really to redo nice. their whole format. So right. if you have an Android, Stitcher is the place to it go. It is, man. Yeah. And uh, like, subscribe, comment, and review all the shows because that really helps with visibility. And, uh, yeah, just keep watching all the stuff that we put out on Facebook. Nice. And, uh, so if you don't like the page on Facebook, make sure you like it. Make sure you subscribe to my podcast if you haven't already. 
Like if you said, don't like it, I got two words for you. Yeah, please do. <laughs> <laughs> Weren't my two words, but okay. <laughs> we'll roll with that. All right, man, play me out. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. This is episode something on season two. Uh, I, this is Sports Queued Up. You subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, as Gil mentioned. Uh, follow my show, Beast of Sports Gab, on AM 730 at 2 p.m. Mondays through Thursday. Um, I am Quentin Bailey King, Strong Star Radio. Power to the podcast. God is good. Beast out. Peace. Seating is an OM production. For more information, go to the OAMnetwork.com.